Welcome to our first episode of a new series, Adventures with Uncle Frederick. Join us for a serial podcast meant for the whole family. These stories are for slightly older listeners than our Sophie and Sebastian stories, so if you've grown up with those, then you're probably ready for what's coming next. Enjoy! Hey, before we get to our story, just a quick reminder that if you go to our website, sophieandsebastian.com, you can see many amazing illustrations accompanying our stories. We just added one for the story Sir Roderick of Switzerland, and it's really fun just to scroll through and see the amazing art created by Will van Delft. Also, if you'd like to support the podcast, check us out on patreon.com slash sophieandsebastian. One of the cool features of becoming a patron is that you can access our complete library of stories as downloadable mp3s. That also includes each story just by itself, without these promotional messages. And now, without further ado, let's get to our story. This chapter is called The Cat and the Cello. All the children were surprised that Uncle Frederick would take them camping. Iris said it was irresponsible. Owen joked that Uncle Frederick would probably do something silly, like put his beard on fire. But little Katie said, Uncle Frederick tells good stories. That is exactly the problem, said Iris, who had been reading a novel. You can't ever take him seriously. You're right, said Uncle Frederick, lifting his big beard above the newspaper. And that is why I'm not taking any of you camping. He resumed reading. Owen jumped off the couch in disbelief. Seriously, that's not fair. You can't just change your mind. Even Mrs. Albright managed to look up from her phone. Have you changed your mind already, Fred? Uncle Frederick put away his paper. He put his hands behind his head and reclined in his chair. The truth is, he said, I haven't camped for ages. Not really since I was a kid. But I hear that you're all experts, so I'm not taking you camping, you're taking me. Owen can cook up some sausages, Iris will put up the tent, and Katie will chase away the bears. He gave Katie a wink. I knew you were just kidding, said Owen triumphantly, and he plopped back down on the couch. Sure, said Iris. But Katie said, You still need to tell us stories, though. Can you tell one now? Actually, said Uncle Frederick, I'd like to introduce you to a friend of mine who is coming along. Uncle Frederick went outside, and when he came back he was carrying a humongous cat. I'd like to introduce you to my cat, Maverick. Maverick, this lovely girl is Iris, my favorite oldest niece. She reads novels, but believes nothing in the real world. The gentleman on the couch is Owen. He likes to practice piano, and he cares deeply about brushing his teeth. And this is Katie. Though still young, she has mastered the art of tickling. Seriously, said Iris, what is the point of talking to a cat? Can I pet him? asked Katie. You'll have to ask him, said Uncle Frederick. He is a rather special cat. He understands English. 
And, like me, he's a musician. Uncle Frederick sat down in his chair. Maverick, meanwhile, jumped to the windowsill, where he promptly curled up and went to sleep. Katie went over to take a closer look. She tickled his whiskers and whispered the question, but got no response. Why did you get a cat? asked Owen. Do you think he would go in a canoe? How can he be a musician? asked Iris. So many questions, said Uncle Frederick. We better start at the beginning. I got him from a friend of mine, Nicholas Bolus. Nicholas said he couldn't deal with Maverick anymore. Maverick ruined his career, you see. Though, to be fair, Maverick also made him famous in the first place. This brought more questions, and Katie, sensing a story coming, climbed on Uncle Frederick's lap. Uncle Frederick continued, Nicholas, like me, is a cellist. When Nicholas was still a student at the conservatory, everyone knew he had talent, but no one quite expected his meteoric rise to stardom. That doesn't make sense, said Iris. Meteors don't rise to become stars. A meteor is like a piece of rock, and it's only called a shooting star. It isn't really. Good catch, said Uncle Frederick. You are faster than the speed of light. Uncle Frederick carried on. One day, Nicholas Bolus was busking in the park to make some extra money. He played mostly popular stuff, the theme from Star Wars, Pachelbel's Canon, a bit of Bach. He was getting good tips, but something was different that day. He noticed that on the bench across from him, a huge cat kept staring at him. Maverick, I bet, said Owen. Perhaps. In any case, when Nicholas was packing up his cello at the end of the day, something truly remarkable happened. The cat started to sing. The cat purred in a deep vibrato all the songs that Nicholas had played. From the soundtrack to The Lord of the Rings to Foray's Elegy, he knew them all. Whatever, said Iris, and pretended to read her book. Go on, said Katie. What happened next? There was no one left in the park when Nicholas Bolas discovered the amazing talents of Maverick. And I don't know how he did it, but he persuaded the cat to come back to the conservatory. You see, he taught the cat all sorts of music, and then he took it along to his concerts. You mean they played duets? asked Owen. Not quite, said Uncle Frederick. You see, Nicholas wanted the credit himself, so he did something strange. He built a tiny door in the back of his cello, and before every performance, Maverick would climb into the cello. Then Nicholas would pretend to play, but it was the cat that stole the show. Nicholas only pretended to use his bow. Before long, my friend was famous. He played in all the major concert halls, New York, Amsterdam, Tokyo, and always there were standing ovations and flowers. The reviews were glorious. Even Mr. Pepperdine wrote some nice words about him. I still remember the line, Bolus is a genius, 
His cello purrs like a cat. So what went wrong? asked Owen. Well, it wasn't anyone's fault, really, although Nicholas could have been more careful. After a while, he was accepting so many invitations that he didn't always read them closely enough. One day, he found himself doing a concert for a musical society in some village in the Cataract Mountains. They had money, and they paid to fly him out, but Nicholas hadn't read the program notes. The concert was in a barn, and people were allowed to bring their pets. Someone had strung a banner that read, Animals have feelings too. When Nicholas walked onto the stage, he was shocked to see half a petting zoo in the audience. There were horses and cows, some sheep, a llama, and not a few pigs. There were cages with parrots, hamsters, and geckos. Someone had even brought two goldfish in a Ziploc bag. And of course, there were cats and dogs. In fact, in the very front row, on a lady's lap, sat a silky smooth Angora cat. When Nicholas spotted her, a chill ran down his spine. He told himself that Maverick must not see outside the cello. What if he should look out the holes on the front? Nicholas couldn't even begin to imagine what would happen. I bet I know what's going to happen, said Owen. What? asked Katie. Oh, you'll see, said Owen. Uncle Frederick went on. To prevent Maverick from looking out of the cello, Nicholas quickly launched into a Bach suite, swaying back and forth and rocking his cello as much as he could. He wanted to keep the cat off balance. This made the music more rollicking than usual, as if Bach had been a drunken sailor. But it happened all the same. Maverick looked out of the cello. He caught one glimpse of the beautiful Angra, and the music stopped. Or, I should say, it changed. There was a brief pause, and suddenly the Bach suite turned into a love song. And then it was one love song after another. Nicholas tried to pretend that he was playing, and he might have gotten safely to intermission. People in the audience were confused, but musicians can be temperamental. In the world of classical music, you sometimes hear of a conductor starting a piece over because someone forgot to leave their coughing at home. There was once a conductor by the name of Pietro Pizzicato. Would you like to hear more about him? Never mind about him, said Iris. What happened to Nicholas? Absolute mayhem, said Uncle Frederick. What is mayhem? asked Katie. Madness, chaos, disaster, pandemonium. The angry cat was so enthralled by the music that she jumped on the stage and started clawing at the cello. Bolas tried to hit the cat with his bow, and some people noticed that the music continued even when the bow was lifted from the strings. Some of them started shouting. Meanwhile, the romantic music had an odd effect on the other animals. Two dogs started chasing each other through the hall, and the goldfish were swimming strange patterns in the Ziploc bag. 
The llama was dancing in front of the stage, and all the songbirds were singing. A hamster was doing rolls in its cage. It was absolute mayhem. And that was the end of Nicholas's career. The cat was out of the bag. You mean the cello, interrupted Iris. The cello, indeed. The news soon spread that Nicholas Bolas was a fraud. Mr. Pepperdine wrote a nasty piece about him in the Gavotte Gazette. My friend was ruined. Didn't he still have his money? asked Owen. He did, but what is money without reputation? What is reputation, said Iris, when it's based on the work of others? Then she added more skeptically, So, when are we going to hear Maverick perform? On his own time, said Uncle Frederick. Nicholas was so sick of the cat that he gave him to me. But I haven't heard a single melody from him yet. Maybe when we go camping, suggested Katie. Maybe when we go camping, said Uncle Frederick. <laughs> 